and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm Brian. And we're back. We're back. Again. Again. After two weeks. We took a break because yeah. we, we figured weekly you guys would be too overwhelmed in like what is happening. So we gave you a breather week. No, that's not why we took a break. <laughs> I forgot I was going on a vacation. So that's why we didn't do an episode last week. Um, I was mm, traveling. I like my version better. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> also, I'm just going to put this out here now. Yes. Uh, I'm mildly sick. I do not have COVID. I don't know what my voice sounds like right now, but my throat is on fire. Yes. So um, if I sound weird, that's why. It's that's not why. COVID, though. I took a test today. I'm negative. Nice. Nice. I hung out with children uh, recently for going trick or treating with my family. Sounds a little creepy. That's why I. I that's why I said the, the second part. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? Children are just petri dishes. So yes. I also woke up today with my throat being a little sore, and I was like, mm, "Kids, nasty Yikes. little boogers. They really are. They're the worst. But they say funny things sometimes. So it's, yeah. it's worth it." How yeah. was your Halloween? It was good. It was good. We uh for the first time in a decade, my whole family was in the same place at the same time. Wow. So, yeah, it was cool. That we actually talked about it last night that, you know, my little brother has been in the military for the last decade. So he was never here for any of these things. So now he's back and like him, his wife, his two kids were all there and everyone dressed up, which was cool. It was awesome. Aww. Had a real good time. Nice. My brother yeah. is coming back. He just got back from a six-month deployment, and he's coming to see uh, my parents and I on Friday. Cool. Today is Tuesday as we're recording this, so I will get to see him very soon. I and love he's it. spending a week here, and I'm just like so happy. As you should be. I know those feelings all too well. Yeah. And this year, we'll have like our first Christmas together as a family in... Six years, maybe? Mm -hmm. A long time. Yeah, makes you appreciate them, huh? Oh, yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty yeah. good. Well, How I'm was glad you had a good Halloween. Um, I didn't do anything on actual Halloween day, but last week I went to Austin for a vacation and to nice. like see my coworkers because the company I work for is based in Austin. Mm -hmm. um, so Tori and I went together and our friend Kristen and her husband Brant met us there. And we had the best time. We were only there for like two and a half days. And mm -hmm. we squeezed in so much stuff into that two and a half days. But um, Thursday night, we all went out in our Halloween costumes. So I was Steven Spielberg and Tori was E.T. And we were specifically <laughs> recreating um, a very um, funny behind the scenes picture of Steven and E.T. So mm -hmm. My outfit great. was a, a replica of Stephen's outfit, and I, Indeed. I'm very happy with how it turned out. We had a great time. As you should be. You guys looked amazing. Tori is just the queen of Halloween. She's absolutely hysterical. I mean, like, look at her. She was so <laughs> happy and just so herself in that E.T. head. She did not take the E.T. head off all night, and we were- good. We were out very late, let me just say that, and she really committed to it. I ripped my wig off. Um, after like a couple hours because I was dying. And she was like, nope, the nope. ET head stays on. She was yes. committed. She had the cutest Reese's Pieces um, purse. Cute. And my purse looked like a clapperboard. So we really went with Oh, the I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. The props. The props. Yeah. It was super fun. Um, but yeah, I didn't do any like other Halloween-y stuff as far as like 
participating with families doing trick-or-treating or or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. So um, I'm hoping next year I can give out candy. But the place that I live at, they did like a trunk or treat last week and I missed it because I was gone. Otherwise, I would have done that and it would have been super fun, but I missed out on it. It was pretty cool because we didn't really do trick-or-treating growing up because where I lived, it wasn't safe. Mm -hmm. So when we got to like middle school, high school-ish, my brother and I would like, we'd we'd sneak into this gated community and we would just like hop the fence with like Mm -hmm. our bags and we would go to that neighborhood and like go trick-or-treating there because there were no trick-or-treating in our neighborhood. So uh, this year to be able to take the kids in this neighborhood, it was like in, coincidentally enough, in that scene in E.T., when they're trick-or-treating and there's just like families up and down the street and there's people yeah. at their houses. I've never experienced that before. So it was really cool to kind of like Aww. have the whole family there and like take these kids trick-or-treating. I'm like, oh yeah, that's these are my nieces and nephews and they're trick-or-treating. So there's fun. like a lot of people here. It was it was cool. And I was like, do people do people get this every year? This is so wild. That's so fun. It when was. I was a kid, we definitely went trick-or-treating, but we never gave out candy at our house because we lived in a very like remote area. So we had right. to go to other neighborhood areas to like, go trick-or-treating. Sure. But I've always wanted to live somewhere where I can pass out candy. So I'm hoping yeah. next year I can do that because I missed out on it this year. We Before we lived where we live now, we lived in this like uh, condo complex, and it's next to this like neighborhood of houses. And when we first moved in, we were like so excited. So we're like, oh my God, we're going to get trick-or-treaters. It's going to be awesome. And Monique got so excited, bought so much candy, was ready to go. They stopped trick-or-treating at the condos. No. So we saw, I'm not exaggerating, 50 cars on the side of this one road. People just park their cars and then go into the neighborhood. And it stops right where we were. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. So you had all that candy for yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't complaining. Monique was disappointed. Yeah. I was uh Aww. killing it. But this year, this year we got the we got the other side of the experience. And because Good. the children weren't ours, we got to go home and go to sleep afterwards. Yeah. It was yeah. great. It was great. That's the best way to do it. Agreed. Agreed. You can just give them back. I love it. <laughs> when they're all hopped <laughs> up on sugar. Well, I I'm know. glad you had a good time. I did. I did. I I really did. It was very cool. Very different. I uh I had a total of Two people recognize my costume, but that's all it takes, you know. And I just tell need tell the class who were you? I was Ted Lasso. Um, I dyed my mustache to be dark brown. Use some just for men in there because I commit to the bit. Um, <laughs> I was telling you right before we recorded that uh, my wife's family commented uh, on some pictures that Monique posted. Was like, oh, we love uh, Monique and Kubo's costumes. They didn't think I dressed up. They thought that's how I dress. I have no sleeves so ever. It's like, I don't own clothes like this. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was good. For anyone that's seen Ted Lasso, it looks spot on. It was 10 out of 10, not going to lie. So I think you nailed good. it. I haven't seen the show, but I've seen pictures of him. And I think you nailed it. I think so. It's been fun to respond to people that are like, are you Ted Lasso? And there's a specific gif of him going, yes. And he's wearing the exact clothes that I was wearing. So that's been really fun. It's like I'm That's responding awesome. with me, so that was that was cool. But it was great. Nice. It was great. Had a real good time. Nice. Well, yeah. we um we have to expose ourselves for being liars again because okay, we... hold on. Not me. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't even know what you're about to say. This is a package me. deal. Okay. Um, okay, got it. 
we <laughs> were going to talk about Rings of Power today. Right. Right. But I still haven't we rewatched it. I have Yeah, you haven't. I'm so sorry. Huh. It will happen soon, I promise. I but don't know if it will now. It's been so why? long. No, it'll happen. It's moved on. We're past that. We're already done with House of the Dragon. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that too, but just give me some time, okay? Jeez, <laughs> okay. I was on vacation. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah. Tales of yes. the Jedi came out. It has, and you've seen it. And I've seen it on an airplane. I mean, that does count as seeing it. How close was the screen to your face? Oh, it was on my phone. It was very tiny, but... It was but was great. it close? Did you hold it up to you, or were you looking at a tiny thing from a distance? Well, actually, I was on an American Airlines flight, and they have these uh, new things yep. of like the little device holder tray that flips down in front of you. So yes. I would say like it was, I don't know, maybe two feet away from me, maybe not okay. even that far. Okay. I mean, for a phone, that's that's a little bit of a bad. distance. It wasn't bad. Not terrible. Do you feel like you've seen them? Yes. Okay. That counts. I'll, I'll, I have perfect we'll vision, by that. the way, so it doesn't matter how oh, far away rub it would be. It in, I why see. don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing to brag about. One day I'm going to be screwed, and I'm going to like go blind <laughs> or something. <laughs> You're going to have to get a personality or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one the thing. work <laughs> so you can see. <laughs> Yes, yes, how the mighty will fall. <laughs> One day, I know. It's, I just got to take advantage of this while I have it. So that's why I just talk look about at it so everything. much. <laughs> My vision is 2010, guys. All right. It's like really good. Is it? Wait, isn't it supposed to be 2020? Yeah, but it's better than 2020. Is it? Is 2010 yeah. better than 2020? Yeah. I mean, on the calendar for sure. It for is. sure. <laughs> well,. But- Okay. With your eyesight, it is as well. So, you know, just Interesting. I'll leave well, it at that. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but you, so what you're saying is we've both seen Tales of the Jedi, but you might have seen it better. <laughs> I've seen it better. <laughs> no, I have my glasses on, so we saw the same. But yours is better than 2020, where my glasses are. Yeah, yours isn't better. Yours is just normal. Man, what's your favorite color? Mm. Well, it depends on the day. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would say like a Overall, nice. What's your go-to? First like color a blue, comes to mind. A blue. Blue. Yeah. Solid. Solid choice. Yeah. More of like a greenish blue though. Like a turquoise? A turquoise? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Changes by or the day though. Some days like it's teal. purple. Some days it's green. Yesterday it was green. So I painted my nails green. Like a nice sage green. Okay. But by and large it's blue. Yeah, I would like, say so. What's yours? I, Why are you asking? Well, because you see colors better than I do. So it's like, interesting. I wonder if... No, I don't think I see colors better. I think I see definition and detail better. Interesting. Like, I can read super tiny text from really far away. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I wonder colors. if that means you see colors, like, more definitively. You know? I don't know. I don't think I do. Me neither. I don't know anything about I'd eyes. Be, I'd be overly stimulated all the time if I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just tripping balls all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Goals. Uh, my favorite color is green. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, knew green. That. And then second place is probably... Mm, oh, you know, second place is always tied between blue and purple. 
All right. Well, we've got the same favorite three colors. Screw yeah. red, yellow, orange. Yeah. Do I hate the color red. I'll say it. I do it. too. I do I too. It's so I, intense. It I ruins hate it. everything. It, if something's red, I immediately want nothing to do with it. I totally agree. I don't want to look at it. Yeah, same. I own zero red shirts. I won't wear it. I think I own maybe a couple red shirts, but I don't really mm. wear them often. I never wear them ever. Monique bought me a red shirt once, and it stayed in the drawer for like years, and then she donated it. Yeah. Kennedy is sleeping next to me and snoring <laughs> so loud. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but oh my word. I cannot, but I hope they can. Her little ears are twitching. Her little nose is twitching. She's just... Does she bark in her sleep? Um... She doesn't bark, but she does like a little, like a little um, intense exhale where her Give lip flaps, like go. I can't do it. I'd have to. <laughs> I'd wake her up if I did it. I don't. Okay, do it. you mean something like? <laughs> yeah, but like, like a horse, like way faster. Oh, like okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Ten out of ten impression. I like it. <laughs> Kubo barks in his sleep, and he'll run. Aww. He'll do little runs and he'll just go. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. I caught like, Kennedy wagging great. her tail in her sleep last night and I was like, what are you dreaming about? Cute. Kubo yeah. is dreaming about battle in his sleep. He's <laughs> always <laughs> fighting or running or doing something. Very aggressive mm-hmm. little pug. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi. That's what it was. <laughs> We've so, both seen it. We've both seen it. We have six episodes, short episodes, three about Ahsoka, three about Count Dooku. Yes. Um, Qui-Gon made an appearance or two. How are you feeling, man? How are you doing? I'm feeling great. Feeling great. Absolutely fantastic. It was amazing. Dooku's my favorite Sith. So this was like a win-win for me. Yeah. And just, oh, I took, I think I took a picture and posted on my stories of the scene, which we'll get to of uh, Dooku and Qui-Gon talking with Yaddle. And it was Liam Neeson. And I was like, I can't believe what I'm looking at right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's fantastic. So then the question question is, are we going to talk about them in the episodic order? Or do you want to talk about the three Ahsokas first and then the three Dookus? Or the three Dookus and the three Ahsokas? How do you want to divvy this up? Let's split them between the Dookus and the Ahsokas. Okay, I think that's a good idea. Which one would you like to start with? You can pick. Let's do the Ahsoka ones. Okay, perfect. That's what I was going to say. Perfect. Look at us. We found we, we got favorite colors, and we have which episodes to talk about first together. Wow. So let's wow. burn this thing down. <laughs> <laughs> so the first episode, we got to see Ahsoka as a little tiny baby with her mommy. So cute. Um, yeah, and like the village where she grew up, and mm-hmm. this giant cat chonky jaguar boy. chonky boy thing is like coming after them and kidnaps little baby Ahsoka and then um, one of the village elders realizes that Ahsoka is um a Jedi. Yeah. Precious little baby. Um, yeah. I loved this episode. It was not my favorite of the six but it was definitely very cute and you know, we've only seen other Togrudas a few times in the Clone mm-hmm. Wars, and we've never seen them in this exact setting. And mm-hmm. I think it was great to see Ahsoka's mom. She looks so much like her mother. She does. Um, I thought the same which thing. Which is really awesome. And yeah, very, very cute little story. What did you think of the, the first one? I also loved it. Um, adorable. Absolutely cute. 
Um, I really liked that the face markings start as dots. Yeah, I thought I that thought was that kind was of really funny. Cool. Yeah. yeah, like they turn as you get older, they start creating a design on your yeah. on your head that's like different. I thought that was really cool. I thought so too. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I liked. Uh, I like the culture. I thought that was cool. How there's like mm-hmm. the spiritualistic life, death, you know, amongst all things. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, her mom I, is awesome. I thought it was pretty hardcore that her mom was like, yo, you got to watch this thing die. <laughs> yeah. This is the real world. I'm like, this yeah. is a baby. <laughs> Literally, she's like one. It's like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> watch it die. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to see the breath leave its lungs. <laughs> Just, my God. Yeah, it was pretty intense, honestly. Mama Tano was not messing around. Yeah, yeah. She raised a strong girl, though, so. <laughs> she did. I mean, she. What can you say? Literally without a knife to fight a beast like three times her size. Yeah. She was throwing hands. So that was intense. Yeah. I like that the things that she was hunting were Kai Bucks. That was cool. Oh, I did I know. I didn't think about that. I didn't know it at first, and then I think I saw a clip or something afterwards, and it was like making a noise Kaibuck thing. And I was like, oh, what? Because that's the thing, you know, Yoda was writing in the yeah. Uh, Tarkovsky. Yeah. Comic. That was pretty neat. Love that. I didn't even put that together. Right? I didn't either. And I was like, oh, cool. So I liked that. Um, yeah, it was just a cool episode. And I, I like the, I really like the culture side of the tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's like matriarchal, I thought was cool. I like that the older woman is like, uh, definitely a Jedi. Um, yeah. Did you not see her just walk uh, on, like, ride a giant, really fat saber-toothed tiger monster? I think <laughs> something's different here. Yeah. Um, another thing, because we talked about Andor uh, previously, and a big problem that I had with it was how real it was, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. it's got to be real, but it's got to be make it Star Wars-y. It's not that hard. You just make it a little off. A perfect example is the opening of this episode because you see her dad hammering a panel mm-hmm. and the hammer is some weird looking T-shaped thing. He's just hammering he's just hammering a board, but it looks so weird in Star Wars. And I'm like, that's that's yeah. it. That's an example of what I need more of. Not to compare them, but to compare them. Well, Star I'm not Wars gonna go there. Okay. You know? I'm not I thought gonna it go was, there right now. I thought it was great. I saw when I saw that, I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That right there. I don't you have need the more words. Star Warsy hammers. That's what I need more saying. Star Warsy everything. Got yeah. It. So, I, but it. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was very Good. cool. I love that she looked like her mom. I thought it was a great episode. I did too. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of other things for us to say about this, uh, so we can move. No, agreed. On to the next one. On to the next so, one. So the next one was a <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh my so god. So good. Yeah, so this one shows Ahsoka as like a really young Padawan with Anakin, and mm-hmm. she's going through some little like Jedi training uh, situations, and she's fighting um, some droids, some little mm-hmm. training balls, and then <laughs> whatever you call them. What are those called? <laughs> There's got to be a better the, word for that. It's called they're called training remotes. Training remotes. <laughs> but I like yours training better. Training balls. <laughs> Excuse me. Training remotes. So Anakin pulls her aside and is like, you know, you need to be doing something more intense. Like that's not going to help you. And so yeah. he starts having um, the 501st Battalion uh, use their Shoot weapons her. on the stun mode. <laughs> yes. To stun her with their weapons. And 
they knock her out for a good bit of time and then they just repeat it all over again. And they've been doing Mm -hmm. these drills for her whole entire time as a Padawan. Um, And then you see them. um, I literally hate this. Like I just have to tell you (laughs) before I move on the amount of times we've had to relive order 66 Mm -hmm. i'm honestly Mm -hmm. a little over it like i'm i'm mad (laughs) about it at this point because i'm just like is this the are you a one trick pony is this the one thing that you know you can do to make us fall in love with this story because sure i don't know how many more times i can go through this guys i mean we went through (laughs) it with season seven and you know kenobi and now this and it's just a lot all right i just yeah it's a lot so anyways yeah we see um this short clip of Ahsoka and Captain Rex walking into the hangar of clones from the Siege of Mandalore, and you realize that she was able to survive because she had been mm-hmm. going through these drills all her life. So good. Ugh. It's so good. That, like, really upset me a lot. I'm just like, <laughs> how dare you and why? Was that really necessary? No, it wasn't. I loved, I loved it. it. <laughs> loved it. It's every martial arts movie ever. It's that train. And I remember watching this at the beginning. I'm like, oh, really cool. I did think the Kanan, uh, you know, I love Kanan. Absolutely mm-hmm. love Kanan. I did think that cameo was a little shoehorned. I was like, I just, agree. Just I put him in there to put him in there. Like, I thought that too. You know, I was like, that's a little, that's a little much. They were like, oh. You- of all the time? Interesting. Do you happen to remember if in Rebels, Kanan and Ahsoka talk about knowing each other? I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't think so. I feel like it would have been a much bigger deal. Yeah. And it would make sense to me if Kanan didn't remember her because he was so young. But yeah, you'd think she would remember him. And uh, honestly, I guess he would remember her because how many other Jedi really looked like her? Uh, Probably facts. not a ton. Agreed. And none of them were as famous as she was. I mean, right. everyone knew Anakin, and that's Anakin's Padawan. So. Right. So even within the order, they would know. I'm sure someone out there is a much bigger Rebels fan than I, or at least remembers it better than I do. So um, sure. if there's something in Rebels about Ahsoka and Kanan, like knowing each other or remembering each other, please share because yeah, I would tag love is to know. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a little, like it just wasn't necessary. Yeah, which I, I'm, you know, I'm all about Easter eggs and I, I'm totally for fan service. I do not mind at all. But this one felt a little, a little like, eh, I mean, he's not going to talk. We're just, we're just putting him in there to put him in there. All right. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen another alien or a different yeah. new Jedi. Same. You know, but it was definitely cute, but it was yeah. also just like, eh, it doesn't yeah, really matter. Oh, okay. Interesting. And I, I guess remember, people, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I remember Lee, when she left the test, I was like, man, Anakin's kind of being a butt right now. Yeah. He's like, oh, you think you did a good job? Yeah, did you? Oh, Obi-Wan said impressive. Yeah, who cares? All right, that's nothing. What We're going to show you the real test. I was like, Anakin, dude, dude back take off a second. A kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But it um, turned around very quickly. I guess people were like a little annoyed that Obi-Wan grew his mullet back out. Oh, interesting hill to die on. I was like, really? <laughs> this is what we're talking about here? Yeah, that's strange. But remember, she started the test with one lightsaber. So this yeah. is like early on in her training. You know, yeah. she didn't have two lightsabers yet. So mm-hmm. by the end, she did. But I, I I, did like that a lot because it 
this whole episode was just every martial arts montage ever where the student does really well and the sensei is like mm, we need to you need to be the best in every situation not the best in this particular situation so yeah. he trains her in real life like it's really cool to learn wing chun on a wooden dummy but it's very different when someone's trying to punch you so let's let's turn this up a little bit and then also leading into the fact that anakin is defined by his fear of loss Mm-hmm. You know, so he's like, I'm not going to be there all the time. And I need to know that you're going to be safe. So I'm going to beat the mess out of you while I'm here to make sure I can pick you up. Right. You know, and it becomes this whole big thing that by the end we learned the reason she survived Order 66 was because of Anakin, ironically enough. I cannot even talk about that. Like, I we have to love move it. On from that. I can't go Mwah. there. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, it's a gift. It's a gift. One thing that I liked about this short was the montage where she's being like shot by the clones. The clones yes. are wearing different armor than we've seen. So are they? Um, yeah, in the I Clone Wars, we see two different versions of armor. There's one version from season one through three, which people call Phase One, and then there's another version, seasons four through seven, people call that Phase Two. Um, and then in movies, we have the movie realistic armor and I know that one. Yeah. The animated armor is like an adaptation of the movie realistic armor. But what we saw in this short was kind of a blend of the two. And it was very cool. Like you could see more, um, nods to the episode two armor. And there's just certain angles that are on that armor that aren't really apparent in the animated version but they made it apparent in the animated version for this short and I thought that was so cool like they didn't just reuse stuff that they had from season 7 like they completely made a new clone model from scratch interesting that's cool just dumb stuff like that I'm like ooh they have to make new costumes (laughs) for this now you know it's just like stupid stuff that doesn't matter but I noticed it and I thought it was really neat I like it a lot yeah. That was great. I I I loved this episode. I thought it was very cool. I did too. Um I think this one was my favorite of the three Ahsoka stories. I think me too. The yeah. la- the next one I I also really enjoyed, especially the the final bit, but yeah, I think so too. Cuz I think this one had more it had more stakes and it fit directly tied into everything else where the other two are like, "Oh, whether we got the story or not, it doesn't enhance or take away from anything we've already seen." Yeah. Whereas this episode specifically enhances everything we've seen. So yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah. But I liked it. Well, do you wanna walk do you wanna walk through the last Ahsoka episode? Of course, lead on. Resolve. Yes. Oof. Okay. So we open <laughs> with God, I hate this. We open <laughs> with Padme's funeral. Yeah. That was rough. I did not like seeing that, especially Padme in the Clone Wars. Like, Yeah. That was rough. So Real sad. Yeah. Ahsoka was there at the funeral, and she exited the funeral, and Bail Organa mm. like kind of confronted her, which was crazy. Like, it's crazy yeah. that she was spotted there. Right? Like, girl, right? what are you doing? Your head tails are a dead giveaway. What are you doing? <laughs> she was her friend. I know, but oh, gosh, so beautiful sad. Beautiful line. I love so that. So sad. It is. So we see her, uh, we see Ahsoka go back into hiding and she becomes like a farmer um, and she's helping 
this like family and she ends up having to use the force to save one of them from an accident. Uh, And then because she was reported to the Empire, an Inquisitor shows up at this Mm -hmm. village and Ahsoka had to kill the Inquisitor and then we see her like join the rebellion. But this Inquisitor was so cool. Yeah, he was. Really cool. Really scary. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I guess this this story tied in with, or at least halfway tied in with some of the events that happen in the Ahsoka novel. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I have not read that novel since it came out, and I don't right. remember the exact storyline super well. But I know there was a little bit of controversy about some of the changes that happened with the story. Okay. Um, I'm not going to get into all that because I, 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 I didn't do know not, about it. So. I don't remember the facts. <laughs> Right. Um, but yeah, some things were changed and people I, I think are like rightfully upset. But we're okay. just going to talk about this episode as it is because I, again, I don't remember enough about the book to like talk right. about that. Um, this episode was good. I liked more so like the beginning uh, when she's at Padme's funeral and seeing Bail Organa and then the end like when she's fighting the Inquisitor. I really enjoyed all of that. Um, I I just didn't really feel any like emotional connection to these farmers Right. Um, but I'm not really sure if that's like the point of the story anyways. Right. Yeah, I feel you. I like that she got to be Batman in the beginning. Um, yeah. That was pretty cool. I yeah. liked, I like that Bale is like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I really like that she was my friend because, you know, the history that Padme and Anakin have with Ahsoka there as well through all mm-hmm. of Clone Wars. You know, if she's not by herself or with Anakin, she's with Padme. Mm-hmm. So she's that that other member of the team. So that was a question, you know, I'd thought about in the past of like, oh man, Ahsoka living through all of this stuff, like what what did she do when she heard about Padme? Yeah. Well, we found out she went to the funeral, which is just a beautiful, Ugh. incredibly dangerous and stupid decision, but I respect yeah. her for making it. Um and then we get the seed of Bale being like, Hey, listen, you know, if you need anything, I'm still here because Bale is the guy. Yeah. Love him. Um I thought that was very cool. I also not as interested in the in the farmer stuff. I mean, yeah. I remember the big points about uh, the Ahsoka novel. You know, I remember the farty kids. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I will never forget the farties. I will never forget the farty kids. <laughs> so there was, you know, uh, a serious lack of farties uh, in this episode. Um, and then there's the whole Inquisitor shows up, and then Ahsoka defeats it and then grabs the crystals and makes her white lightsabers with it which didn't happen in this which i'm like okay cool maybe it was a different inquisitor but again i didn't know about this controversy so this is very interesting um but i thought i i've always really liked how scary the inquisitoris is yeah and especially because if one person says they saw someone who might have said the word jedi within a day there's an inquisitor on planet being like where did they go yeah. That's so scary how efficient they are at getting to the scene of the crime. And to see, you know, and the fact that the the kid was like, what do you mean? I, like, I should be rewarded. You know, I I, yeah. I told on her. He goes, yeah, this is what happens, dum-dum. Yeah, you think you the idiot. bad guys are going to think you're good? What do you, what do you think, dude? Yeah. So, but I... I loved the design of the Inquisitor, how his, like, robes kind of flowed in the fire smoke wind. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, I really liked how quickly Ahsoka dealt with it. 
It was like in Rebels when Obi-Wan fought Darth Maul. It was like four moves mm-hmm. done. And she I, was done, yeah. So cool. She's like, we're not messing around here. Like, I'm going to handle this threat right now. I was like, oh. So amazing to me how powerful she still is after going with what she went through. Yeah, um, totally. I don't know. You just think about what she went through, especially during Order 66 and then the mm-hmm. loss of Padme and just like the emotional toll that makes that takes on you. And that always manifests in like a physical form as well. But for her to still mm-hmm. be like on top of her game to fight off this Inquisitor, like yeah. takes a lot of mental strength and focus. And totally. I think that says a lot about Ahsoka. I agree. I mean, that's why she is so inspiring as a character, right? It's like, yeah. I, I feel the same way about Obi-Wan. You know, like having lost everyone close to you, but still keeping to your code and being the best version of yourself that you can be, even if you lose yourself for a while, you know, you find yourself again. And it's that, that's, that un, like you can't even, that indescribable strength, you know, that is in all of us really. Mm-hmm. To see that kind of played out in that way is like, oh, right. She's, regardless of everything that's ever happened or is going to happen to her, she's still a Sokotano. Yeah. You know, and that's so cool. I also just want to say it was really awesome hearing Ashley's voice in this same, again. Same, And the range. Like, yes. Obviously, when you're watching the Clone Wars in order... Ahsoka's voice changes, but you don't really notice it a lot because you're going through so many episodes. But in this, you know, these three really condensed episodes, especially the second one with the age jumps um, or the time jumps, Mm -hmm. you really hear the difference in her voice. And it was like, oh, so refreshing to hear her again. And she's back. Just like how great she is. Yeah. Agreed. She's incredible. An incredible actor. Yeah. So... That's it for the three Ahsoka episodes. Um, I have to be honest, the three uh, Count Dooku ones were my favorite. Same, same, same. Like way favorite. <laughs> so I'm very excited to get into these. But Ditto. do you do you want to kind of like go through these since this is your wheelhouse? No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll let you drive. Okay. Because I have a lot of thoughts on them afterwards. Okay, I'm trying to remember... Um, I watched these out of order because I wanted to see Yaddle. Um, oh, okay. But I don't think the Yaddle one was the first one. It's not. One. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll drive then. So okay. for the first one. I'm a little fir- forgetful. <laughs> I am for anything that isn't related to Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> mm. I can't remember family members' names, but I'll tell you what, Qui-Gon's from Coruscant. So <laughs> this the second episode, that's another thing. Actually, side note, uh, kind of weird. To release them like this, one Ahsoka, three Dooku, two Ahsoka, strange, especially because they're not connected at all. Unless, well, actually, as I'm saying this out loud, you know what it is? Timeline, I bet. Chronological. Mm -hmm. Like on the timeline of the galactic events, like Ahsoka was born. After she was born, Qui-Gon and Dooku went to that planet. Mm -hmm. Dooku left the order. Ahsoka, Order 66. Okay, Mm -hmm. you know what? I may have just answered my own question. Anyway, beside the point, uh, <laughs> it's called Justice, and uh, it's great. It's so good. So yeah. Qui-Gon and Dooku get on this planet, and it's super rundown. You know, it is, it's literally a horror movie. The first, like, two minutes of this movie, the music is so creepy and scary, and the setting is so creepy and scary, and Dooku looks so freaking cool with his cape, 
and he's just he so looks calm. Awesome. And Qui Gon's got his chest showing because of course he is. And they're just walking around, be like, "Oh, hey, what's going on?" And they're shutting the doors. You're like, "Oh, snap! Okay, all right." It's a little things are a little tense. And Qui- and Dooku says, "You know, let's land on the outskirts because things are already a little intense. You know, let's try to go and do this diplomatically because um, they're Jedi. It's what they do." So they go into this bar, and you're like, "All right, kind of seedy, awesome, full of aliens, love that." Mm-hmm. And uh, Dooku just, I love that he sits down at the table, and this woman's like, oh, Jedi, blah, blah, blah. And Dooku's like, let me make my intentions clear out the gate, and puts his lightsaber on the table. I was like, oh, yeah. dude, laying down the hammer. And they're like, we'll take you to the senator's son, because we find out that the senator's son has been kidnapped by these people. And it's for political reasons, because the senator obviously has not been taking care of his people. Look at the conditions of things. Uh, so then Duke, Qui-Gon's like, oh, you're the kidnapper? And Dooku's just like, they all are. You're like, oh, what? <laughs> so good. So then they take him to this barn. They have the senator's son. And then things just keep turning up, turning up, turning up. Because the senator shows up. And the son is like, I can't believe these people have been living like this. Like, I had no idea. And it's like, oh, really? And like, the senator just showed up with a bunch of people with guns. And they're like, you betrayed us. And Dooku's like, he doesn't know we're here. Which, again, second mind blown of this episode is like, oh, snap. The senator was going to do this regardless. Thank God the Jedi were there because he would have just went and mowed people down, possibly killing his own son in the process. Yeah. He had no idea the Jedi were there. So then Dooku walks out and is like, "Uh, excuse me, we're kind of in the middle of an investigation. He's like, I don't care about your investigation. Get my son over here. You work for me. And Dooku's like, excuse me? (laughs) And he's like, I told you what's up. I'm not afraid to kill a Jedi. And Dooku's like, take your best shot. And then a shootout ensues. People get shot left and right. Qui-Gon, Dooku doing their best. And then Dooku realizes, let's just end this right now. Because the senator's (laughs) like, (laughs) he's like, you work for me. I'll kill you. I don't even care. And you know what? I'll subjugate this planet. I'll subjugate 10 more if I have to. I don't even... (laughs) It's like, that's what I'm talking about. So we see a little bit of, you know, Dooku, you know, maybe going the unconventional route as far as Jedi. He's going uh, a little Anakin, you know, you know, a little aggressive negotiations are happening. Yeah. And Qui-Gon tries to stop him and he force pushes Qui-Gon in the door. And we're like, oh, no. So then Qui-Gon runs in, grabs the senator's son. He's like, you need to go save your dad because I can't stop him. And he runs out there. The son stops him. And then. Uh, he ends up going away and everything. And they have this really nice moment between Qui-Gon and Dooku when Dooku says, uh, you know, good thing you were here. And he tells Qui-Gon, you're a wiser man than I. Because Qui-Gon's like, oh, I was just, you know, reacting in the moment. He's like, oh, then you're a wiser man than I. Which I loved because Dooku said that to Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon says that to Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan says that to Anakin. Aww. Yeah, it's such a beautiful... I never realized that. Yeah. Yeah, the second he said, I'm like, oh, I just love this so much. Yeah. Um, I love this episode. It was seeing Dooku with a blue lightsaber again. Oh. Just absolutely loved. I love these episodes with Dooku because it reminded me so much of the Dooku Jedi Lost audio yes. drama. Yes, yes, which yes. Which we obviously both clearly loved. loved. That's why we made our own audio drama. But absolutely. Um, God, give us Dooku everything. Like Agreed. Please. He's it's so interesting. It's so intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. And like he's so cuz the thing about the thing I love about Dooku which we will get into later as well is his turn to the dark side was almost entirely like idealistic and politically tied. 
Yeah. It wasn't like that. Dooku's my favorite Sith because he's the only one that turned to the dark side and physically didn't like deteriorate. Right. You know, like Palpatine is legitimately deformed. Darth Sion is like held together by hatred. He's a walking corpse. Darth Maul is a rage monster. Like that's the cost of going to the dark side. Right. And Dooku maintained his kind of like class. You know, it's like it was always, oh, yes, well, obviously this contest cannot be decided by our knowledge of the force, but instead by throwing hands. You're like, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) You know, it's just it's so good. And he's so calm. And even in this episode, he's like, corruption like yours needs to be destroyed on sight. You know, it's like we're ripping this thing out by the roots. It's like, dude, hold on a second. You know, so I like I I love this episode because I also loved how political it got. Right. It was a person in power abusing their power at the expense of the people. And the Jedi were sent to kind of figure out what was going on. And then the corrupt power, you're seeing that trickle down. And to have Jedi in the midst of it, to have a Padawan Qui-Gon, I was in just, oh, I loved it. Great episode. Um, I just have to say, I really missed your recap of things. <laughs> <laughs> I try my best. You get so into it. I love it. I do. I am nothing if not uh, motivated and excitable. (laughs) This episode was so great, though. I we'll talk about this more in the next one. But I always forget how Dooku joins the dark side so late in the prequels. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Cause we don't see him in the Phantom Menace. It's like, okay, well this dude is just lingering out there being a bad guy. And it's like, no, he's not like, he's still a Jedi at this point. And I yeah. always forget about that. Um, and I forget about the fact that he was Qui-Gon's master. Like, I, I don't know. That part. <laughs> I, I mean, I know you don't, but right. I definitely do. And it's just kind of like jarring for that to be thrown in content again. I'm just like, Oh, Oh God! Right? Like he's a good guy right now, right? Um, Isn't that cool? Yeah, and like, I, I freaking love uh, it. It's so good. And like going back to the martial arts thing, a big thing about martial arts is lineage, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a big thing about the dilution of a style. So the farther you are away from the person who founded the style, the more diluted the style is going to be, because mm-hmm. as you're passing it on. Somebody can't bend their knee the right way, so they take that part out, and now it's straight instead of turned, right? So it's then like the style telephone. is different. It's exactly like telephone, right? So lineage is a big deal in martial arts. And so I think about that a lot in the context of the Jedi, because the Jedi are based on samurai, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think Yoda trained Dooku, who trained Qui-Gon, who trained Obi-Wan, who trained Anakin, who trained Ahsoka. So this is the same line of teaching, going down these this these specific people right and i love seeing the differences in relationships between like you know i mean dooku and qui-gon to anakin and ahsoka to right. luminara and Dooley and barasophie you know to devil Bilba and kanan like it's a different way to think it's a different way to be and you learn from your master since you're like nine years old they literally raise you right so it's very cool to see a Padawan Qui-Gon because Dooku is Count Dooku. We know from Master and Apprentice that he had a previous Padawan with Rael Abras who was awesome. Mm-hmm. But now we see that Dooku in Jedi Lost, remember when he uses Force Lightning against that like 
pirate captain's like, yeah, I'll kill kids. I don't care. Dooku's like, yeah. no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we're we're kind of seeing this this relationship, which I really liked. That, that Dooku is, you know, he's imaginative. He's outside of the box in the way that he thinks, but he also has his own hangups where he's like, I think we should be heavy handed with this. But then to see Qui-Gon's kind of keeps the imaginative side of it where he's doing things a little differently and keeps his heart in the situation. You know, I am reacting in the moment. His whole thing, Monique and I talk about this all the time about, I call it Qui-Gon's rule, right? So whenever she gets worried about stuff, I'm just like, hey, remember Qui-Gon's rule? (laughs) She's probably tired (laughs) of hearing it now. But the whole thing is, at the beginning of episode one, Obi-Wan talks about, you know, I sent something elsewhere, elusive and whatever. And Qui-Gon says, don't center on your anxieties, Obi-Wan. Keep your concentration here and now where it belongs. And Obi-Wan says, well, Master Yoda said I should be mindful of the future. And Qui-Gon says, but not at the expense of the moment. And I think about that every single day. It's like, don't let your worry of the future rob you of the right here right now moment because this is all that's real the future hasn't happened yet. it's not real the past is gone you can't change it all we have is right now and to see him as a padawan react in the moment where dooku's starting to get a little crazy Uh uh-oh that's a senator this is not good so he tries to help him at first he gets thrown against the door he goes okay that's that's what just happened how do i fix this right now let's grab his son you go try you know, that is a split decision made in the moment, and that saved everybody. And I just love it. I feel like I'm in Star Wars church right now. Amen. I'm here for it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have uh. a tattooed on my arm for nothing. <laughs> I, just, I loved it. I loved seeing it. More more Padawan Qui-Gon. Like, you know, it's like, it's like learning about your sensei when they were uh, a Padawan. You know, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, what was he like? What did he do? Like, what yeah. would he do that? What was his master like? You know, I just, I'm infinitely fascinated by it. And we got this episode. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, let's move on to the next one. Do All right. Little, the do next the recap, one. Brian. It's I'll so much more fun when you do it. You're <laughs> like, oh, snap, girl. This is what happened. This is why I have one friend. Okay. So this one is called Choices. Um, again, not something I ever thought I would have seen. Dooku and Mace Windu going on a mission together. Yeah. And this, when we talked about before with like the Ahsoka episodes, right? Does this expand the universe, right? This is the good, that good EU. And it is because now after watching this episode, I think about the opening of the arena scene in episode two. I thought of that too. Right? It carries so much more weight now. Yeah. Right? Pretty good. Pretty good. So this episode starts with them going to this planet because a Jedi master had been ambushed and killed previously. So they are going there on the books to pick up her body and bring it back to the temple for a proper burial. That's the that's what they're signed up for. Dooku is like, mm, again, thinking outside the box. It's like, shouldn't we maybe, you know, investigate what happened? Figure out why a Jedi master was killed? And Mace Windu's like, nah, I think we're good. And, you know, Mace Windu is like the perfect example of follow the rules no matter what. He's looking at the chosen one and is like, oh, he's too old. Sorry. Can't do anything about it. And Qui-Gon's like hands on his hips. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so come to find out Mace has always been this way. So they go there. They talk to the senator. The senator's like, oh, yeah, it sucked. It was really bad. We got ambushed. It was crazy. And Dooku's like, yeah, yeah, about that. Um, Can we go to the crime scene? Just, uh, you know, 
take a look Scoop around. Scoop it out. Just because. And he's like, um, sure, yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of sad if we went, but he's like, cool. You want to lead the way? And they're like, all right, sure. So they get there, and I really like this scene where they're kind of looking at the blast uh, the blast points and like the different mm-hmm. things and like kind of putting the clues together because there's a big thing in my favorite video game of all time, Knights of the Old Republic, where you, you're a Jedi, you're sent by the council to go to this dispute that these two farmers are having, and you have to essentially interview both parties, and they'll tell you things, and you pick up context clues, and somebody's lying. Oh. And it's really, really cool, because one is like, yeah, I went out in the morning, and the sun was just coming up, and somebody else is like, I saw someone, the person who shot me, the sun was already up, and you're like, okay, interesting, so was the sun barely up, or was it in the sky? Huh. And you kind of deduce who said what what was true and what isn't so i've always really liked that aspect that jedi you know are keepers of the peace right they're their their whole thing is settling disputes ideally that's what they're supposed to be doing you know obi-wan and anakin just settled a border dispute on antion like that's what they do that's what qui-gon and dooku were doing before so to see them actually do like an investigation i thought was very cool yeah. And then everything goes south because <laughs> Dooku immediately turns his lightsaber on because why not? He's Dooku. And he's like, you're going to tell me what happened. And the senator panics. He's like, it was them. And gets shot in the back. And you're like, oh. <laughs> it was the guards. <laughs> right away. <laughs> right away. There was zero hesitation. Just done. They were waiting. They were hoping yeah. he was going to say something. Yeah. So then a really cool fight happens. These droids pop out of nowhere. Dooku, Mace Windu, they handle themselves. The guards, the main guard, I'm sure. I don't think it was straight up said, but I think that second was his son because they looked exactly the same and he seemed pretty upset when Mace Windu Mm -hmm. killed him. Um, Anyway, Mace Windu, see again, this is where things probably could have been done a little differently. Mace Windu could have just cut his blaster in half but instead shot it back into his chest. You're like, yikes, dude. Not making any friends of the order here. Um, But I I really, really like this scene for so many reasons. Um, One of those being... We see Dooku in real time start to doubt the order. Mm-hmm. You see, like I've I don't think animation as often before this point has used nuance so well. Because you know, it's animation, it's very flashy, it's big, like there's a lot of big expressions. But while Mace Windu is talking to this guy and this guy's explaining, the senator was screwing us over. He was selling off our planet so that he could get rich on Coruscant. And so we we killed the Jedi because they weren't going to have anything to do with it. And we were going to basically keep him hostage to act on our behalf. Like he's supposed to be in the first place. So again, a political power corrupting and then them using it to subjugate their own people. You see Dooku as that guy is talking to Mace Windu, start looking around and is like, Oh wow. That actually, yeah, that, that makes, Hmm. Interesting. Like you see the wheels start to turn. As this guy is explaining his position. You know, it's very interesting to see. But Mace Windu's yeah. like, yeah, well, you shouldn't have done that. You should have just told the Jedi and she would have handled it. And Dooku starts thinking, like, would she have, though? Yeah. Huh. Like, you literally, you see in real time his his faith in the Order start to erode. And you're like, oh, wow. So they end up taking him. They go on the ship. And Dooku goes and visits him in jail and is like okay what you did was wrong but why you did it i gotta be honest with you i kind of agree with you yeah hmm and it was like oh snap and he even says like wow i'm actually really surprised to hear you say that he's like yeah yeah and you can kind of see that dooku is also kind of surprised 
He's like, yeah, I'm gonna. He's in the middle of a transition, you know. So then, that moment happens. They go back to the Jedi Council. They have this funeral. Kiadi Mundi has his hood up because why? Oh not? my god, that. <laughs> Let me just say that was the funniest thing I've ever seen he ever. So like I couldn't get over that. <laughs> like, dude, why is your hood up and nobody why else? Why do you is? even need a hood? Come on. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, what? really? He, he, he's waving his hands around like Ben Kenobi going up oh to Luke God. Skywalker for the first time. Like, <laughs> so Moody. What are what are we doing, pal? Um, and nobody else is that anyway. Beside the point. I thought the light beam coming from the coffin was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, was a neat design choice. Anyway, that happens. They go outside, and we find out that. Uh, Master, whatever her name was, I feel bad because I'm forgetting it now. Uh, she was on the council. She died. They went and got her body, and they gave Mace Windu her seat. And then that just mm. further drives home the point to Dooku of like, "Hey, can I talk to you for a second? He's like, "Yeah, what's going on?" He goes, "Um, did you know about this?" Like, I totally forgot about that part. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And Dooku's like, "Huh, weird." And Mace Windu's like. Uh, nope, I learned when you did, but listen, I'm on the council now. What you did was uh, not the right choice, but don't worry, I'll put in a good word for you. And Dooku's like, thanks, Master Jedi, which I thought was very interesting because he's separating himself for the first time right mm -hmm. there. Because the Jedi don't call each other Master Jedi. Right. You know, so he's like, yeah, thanks for that. Mm -hmm. You totally didn't do it because of this. Like he, you can see it. It's one more one more brick out the wall with this. And Mace Windu did that. And now, essentially, like, I followed the rules. You didn't. That's why I'm on the council and you're not. Dooku's like, very interesting. Very interesting. We are not I want, what I, I think. I want, like, a Clone Wars movie of yeah. the extended version of this. Same. Same, same. Like, Come let's get into it. the details. <laughs> Tales of the Jedi, season two, six more episodes just about Dooku. Yes, Hundred percent. I'm in. So that was the second episode. Real good. Yeah, loved that one. Loved that one. Um, the next one is my favorite episode in the whole six. I think me too. Actually, I don't think. Ugh. I know for a fact. Me too. Yeah, it's. Oh my god. Wait before before we start to talk about the next one. Yes. I saw a tweet the day before these episodes came out, okay. and somebody was retweeting um, an announcement about Bryce Dallas Howard being the voice of Yaddle, which is yes. awesome, by the way. Agreed. And this person tweeted and said, I really hope Yaddle talks normal, and it turns out that Yoda is just a total weirdo. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I retweeted that, and I thought, that is the funniest thing ever. And I thought, <laughs> how funny would that be? But there's no way they'd ever do that. But isn't that the funniest thought for someone to have, like, how hilarious would it be if Yaddle talked normal? And so, then guess what? She talked normal. She does. She does. I have something to say about this. How do you feel about it? Tell, tell I, us. I love it, but not for the reasons that other people might. Why do you So do you know why Yoda talks the way he does? No. Exactly. All right. Get ready. Buckle up, baby. Oh, no. Are you going to, like, spoil something? Are you going to, like, no. educate me? Okay. I'm going to educate you, yes. But will it be spoiling? Okay. I don't think so. So, and mind you, this is from Frank Oz. So this was the actor talking about oh, the okay. character, right? So, okay. you know, George Lucas, I don't remember if he talked about George with it, but he talked about his process because Frank Oz is an amazing actor and director and puppeteer and, like, literally everything. But when he 
performs a character, whether it be Sand the Eagle or Grover or Yoda, he really dives into backstory and creates a fully-fledged character. They're not just a puppet, right? Mm -hmm. And he told this story one time about Yoda's speech pattern. And he said that he believes it's the way his people and or Jedi spoke 900 years ago. Wow. So this is Yoda's way of keeping that tradition alive. Interesting. So even hundreds of years later, nobody talks like that anymore because that's the old way. Like people don't but talk like that anymore. And how old is Yaddle? I don't, she's like hundreds of years younger than Yoda. Oh, okay. Like way younger. Because, you know, Yoda it. died at 900. Right. So he right. was like eight, 872 in episode two, something like that. Something crazy. Got it. Yeah, she's hundreds of years younger. I love that. Right? I've never so heard do that. I. I. I heard that years ago and I've always loved that. So when, when Yaddle talked regularly, I was like, oh, that makes it even better because that means Frank was right. <laughs> yeah. So Interesting. I, I, right? How cool is that? What a weirdo he is. I love it. I love it. He's just, you know, he's the grand master of the Jedi Order. So of course he's keeping up with tradition for 900 years. Yeah. It's just great. Yeah. Um, This one was phenomenal. Like Agreed. this whole episode was absolutely fantastic. And I loved um, the discussion of Qui-Gon encountering Sith Lord oh. and I'm an idiot and I have a hard time with timelines so when this first happened in my head I was thinking in my head I was thinking what Sith Lord because Savannah in my head no 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 no. give me like I'm telling you this like, was a, a one this was sure. a one second long okay just a quick discussion with myself a very okay. quick double take but in my head okay. I at first thought this took place before episode one and okay. I was like whoa he saw another Sith Lord and then I was like oh duh they're talking about Darth Maul this happened right. at the same time so it was cleared up within like two seconds in my brain but for a half okay. a second okay. i was like whoa another one and then i was like wait 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 that doesn't make sense yeah anyways it's fine <laughs> i'm in i loved it it's i i love that this episode took place during episode one me too how me too. cool is that what a great idea that's the stuff i want for the prequels like this is yeah. the stuff i want yeah it's so much more interesting i love it i love it we got to i mean we actually got to see count dooku erase Camino. Yeah. We got to see it. That was so cool. But Agreed. this is why I really like this like series of shorts. Yes. I really like, instead of filling in the gaps, mm-hmm. finding out what's happening at the same time. That's yeah. totally up my alley in sure. Star Wars in general. Yeah. Um, and so when people complain about stories being told around the same time, I'm like, I don't hate that. Like, I actually prefer I love that. It. Um, yeah. I think it's really interesting. I think that's why the Darth Plagueis book was like one of my favorites, you know, same, reading same. that one, all the overlapping stuff. It's like, whoa, this right? is happening like during the movie. Yeah. Um. So I felt the same way about this episode. Yeah, I totally agree. I, when you mentioned Darth Plagueis, I think about where uh, Palpatine is talking to Darth Maul and there's that whole like, at last we'll reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we'll yeah. have revenge. And Plagueis is on the other building watching them talk through his binoculars. Exactly. Oh, it's so <laughs> it's cool. It's so good. And that was this episode. This yes. episode, the fact that Dooku walks in, puts in Sifo-Dyas's code, crazy cool, mm-hmm. erases Kamino. We're like, oh, snap. Okay. All right. Yeah, All right. We saw it. We saw it. Yeah. We've seen it. And then yeah. he walks outside and everyone's kind of talking. Like, oh, something, something's kind of crazy. What's going on, Jocasta? And she's like, yeah, your Padawan says he uh, he found a Sith. And he's like, hmm. He goes, yeah, you know, he's always uh, been pretty imaginative. Which is right. So that is right after 
Qui-Gon fought Darth Maul on Tatooine. So yeah. it's right in the middle of episode one. So then yeah. Dooku's like, he did. Huh. And Joe Cos like, yeah, you know, that imagination of his. He's like, yeah, that's a quality that people don't respect anymore. And maybe they should. Wink, wink. Um, so love that. Love that scene right there. But also, after the episode was done, I thought about that scene a lot. And Dooku knows about Maul. Yeah. So I was like, oh, snap. Okay, it made that scene way more powerful, even more so, because Dooku knows it's Darth Maul. So I was like, oh, crazy. Okay, okay. I wonder I wonder if, you know, this is just totally reading into subtext. It's my tinfoil hat theory. I wonder if there was a part of Dooku that was worried. Yeah. You know, because of what happens next. Right. You know, so I was like, oh, Qui-Gon, he fought a Sith? Huh. Okay. And they're like, yeah, we don't believe him, though. <laughs> you guys are the That's you the craziest why? thing ever. Like, <laughs> come like, on, really? You know, Qui-Gon, of all people, a Jedi master who has gotten, like, invites to be on the council in the past. You're not going to believe him? Uh, just ridiculous. That poor anyway, guy. Beside the point. I'll, I'll fight for that guy. Anyway, uh, so then, you know, Dooku's like, yeah, it's a little weird. It's whatever. But then we get a little, a little, uh, one of the best scenes in the history of ever where Dooku is walking down the hallway and he sees Qui-Gon and it's Liam Neeson back and yeah. they're talking about Obi-Wan. Yes. And I just, I love it. I love that Yaddle's there. I love that we got a moment between Dooku and Qui-Gon and Qui-Gon's like, you know, Obi-Wan is a, because Dooku's straight up like, hey, Qui-Gon, you know, you need to be careful because do you think it's a Sith? He goes, absolutely. He was trained in the Jedi arts and he goes, okay, be careful because I'm not going to be there to protect you. And he goes, don't worry, Obi-Wan takes care of me right now. And I was like, Aww. oh, just my heart. And then I he's know. like, and then Duke is like, I really hope to meet him one day, which oh, I, I loved, loved that. I loved that. Loved. Yeah. Absolutely loved. And then Yaddle is like, you know, on the council and she's like, yeah, they didn't believe him, but you know, eh, sorry. You Girl. know, we, we're starting to see that kind of build a little bit, which is kind of cool to know that not all of the council members are like, Qui-Gon being Qui-Gon, you know how he gets. Yeah, yeah. He sees ghosts, you know. And so I just, I loved, I loved getting Liam Neeson back as Qui-Gon. It's the gift that keeps on giving twice in one year. I love it. And I love I'm that surprised it's you've made one. it. I've, I've ascended. I'm no longer the Brian you knew before Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped crying about Kenobi last week. We'll see how long this one lasts. And I I just, I loved it. I love the scene. I love that Yaddle and Dooku kind of part ways. And then you want to talk about sad. <laughs> we thought Padme's funeral with Ahsoka there was God. sad. This God. scene with Dooku in front of the tree. I'm sorry, but I can't. We're doing I it. I cannot go there. We're going. So the fact that he's just standing there and we get like, you know, a lot of people don't know Qui-Gon was born on Coruscant. It's not right. something that's ever brought up outside of the old comics and books, right? So the fact that they said it was cool, I'm like, ha yeah. People are like, oh, we didn't know that. I'm like, yes, we did. <laughs> anyway. Some uh, of us did. Some of us did. Some of us are obsessed. Um, so Dooku is just thinking back on Qui-Gon was born on Coruscant, which is no trees, no plant life, no anything. It's just steel and metal and industry. So he was obsessed with this tree because he just couldn't wrap his head around it. And then Yaddle's like, we're all we're all headed to, to Naboo for the funeral, which I was like, oh, Oof. my God. Oof. Ouch. Ouch. 
<sighs> and Dooku's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go because I would not be pleasant company, Ugh. which is double ow. Yeah. Like, ooh, because that's not all he's feeling. <laughs> you know, I mean, he is, he is, that man is hurting. Yeah. And Yaddle's like, oh, you, and this this was the kind of the quote from me that I was like, oh, this was the last straw, was Yaddle saying, you blame the council. And Dooku's just like, Qui-Gon's one with the force now. We got to let him go. She's like, Ugh. you can actually do that? And he's like, what choice do I have? And then just walks off. I was like, holy shit. It was yeah. so good because there's so much under the surface of Dooku at that point. Like, again, you train your Padawan from a child. Qui-Gon died at 60. So God, that's he, so crazy. Yeah. Think about to just think the about history. it that way. I know. Like uh, train Qui-Gon from a child, and now he is a grown man who was just murdered, right? And so there's that going on. There's the obvious loss of essentially a, a son, a child that you yeah, raised, yeah, right? Yeah. On top of that, definitely feeling guilty because he's already palled up with Palpatine. Yep. So you got to live with that now. Ugh. And so here's the kind of where things get a little different. I'll give you my interpretation and you tell me if you disagree or feel differently. Dooku gets in the ship and he leaves. Yaddle follows him. Mm-hmm. I took it as Yaddle being a good friend. Mm. I took it as Yaddle seeing everything happening with Dooku because she's like, we're going to Naboo. She was going to go to Naboo. And then she saw Dooku, and Dooku's like, no, I don't think I'd be good company. I'll see you later. So he leaves. I interpreted it as Yaddle, when you see your friend that's really hurting, they're like, I just need to be left alone right now. You can tell they don't, that the last thing they need is to be alone. Right. So I took it as he went off to be alone. She went to go comfort him to be like, okay, I'm not going to go to the funeral. I'm going to make Ryan. sure my friend's okay. Because she also left uh, the council. She man. tells him. So... I mean, I wish she would have told him before this, you know, but that's how I interpreted it. And I was like, man. So I took it as that. She's going to go help her friend who's clearly in a ton of pain. That's why she didn't go to the funeral because she went to grab him to go to the funeral. So she went off. She followed him. Unfortunately, she walked into that. You know, I did not read it that way, but I like your theory way better than the whole like, oh, I'm suspicious and I'm going to follow you. Yeah. See, I don't I I don't think so. I think she really meant it way more. Like, I love that. Yeah, that's that's how I took it, because I think Yaddle did have good intentions. I think she actually cared. I think the fact that she stepped down from the council earlier that day says everything. Yeah. You know, so when she goes and she sees Palpatine. She sees Darth Sidious. She sees Dooku. She she's still like Dooku. Help me! Like it's not too late. Like I'm your friend. We can do this together. I will do whatever I can to absolve you of these crimes. Like now's the time. Everything yeah. you did wrong up until this point will be wiped away if you help me. But unfortunately, Dooku's all turned up because he just lost Qui Gon. You know, there's a whole big thing where Palpatine he tells him like I've betrayed everything and everyone I've ever known, and he's like no. You're part of the cause. This is what we do. And then Yaddle showed up and it's like, well, why don't you prove to me? She can't be left alive. You know, do you really believe in the cause or do you not? And unfortunately, you know, he's all up in his feels and uh, things went down the way they went down. Uh, It was very graphic, too. It was. I I'll be honest with you. I actually got a little emotional during their fight. 
Yeah. Of all the times, I didn't get emotional prior. I got, I mean, I got real sad with the tree scene and everything. Yeah. And I was like elated when I got to see Qui-Gon and Dooku have a scene together. But I legit, I started tearing up when Dooku was fighting Yaddle because it's so sad. Like, yeah. he's a Jedi master who literally just lost his son, you know, who's betrayed everything he's ever stood for up to this point, believing it was for the good of the galaxy. But now it's in practice. You know, and I was like, and Yaddle went there from my point of view to help her friend who was hurting and just the so much worse. I'm telling you. So I'm watching this battle and I'm like, this is so sad. It's like, this is it. This is the moment where Dooku lost himself. You know, it just it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. And then he kills her. Yeah. Rough. That was such a good episode, though. That was definitely my favorite. Oh, great. Agree. Uh, like Oof. in in a in a batch of good stuff, it is head and shoulders above everything else. It's just yeah. it was perfect. I just loved it. Absolutely. Yeah, loved it. I think um, this series is so great. I agreed. I would love for them to do more short form series like these, but maybe yes. not even related to the Jedi. Like, let's see six episodes about like bounty hunters or sure. Death Watch or, you know, something something different. Um, yeah. Obviously, I could sit here all day and watch movies about Count Dooku. Like, I'm so yes. down for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't need to relive Order 66 anymore. Please, <laughs> God, please make it stop. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see. I feel like this got really good reception from the fans. And yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful that... Uh, maybe Disney Plus will consider doing more of these. Um, and if they do, I hope they stray away from the Jedi-related stories and show us something well. different with the same type of format. Nothing against the Jedi, <laughs> but I just really like the format. I like the shorter Agreed. form episodes, you know, 15 minutes or whatever they were. It was like the perfect amount of time. They told so much mm-hmm. in such a brief episode. There were only six three for each character like they were very short but especially the ones about dooku they like gave you so much um story there i loved it i liked it from what i've heard it was just disney being like hey dave do you have some like stories in your pocket he's like yeah i think so and then just made them yeah i think he's off the dome i think he had already written them and i think he told carrie beck that he would like to make them and she found like the extra money and that's why they did it i love that like just but, off the dome from the heart. Boom! Here's some stories I got. Look at how good they were. Yeah. Oh, more please. More please. Yes, 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 yes. So good. Yeah. Especially that last one. <laughs> Can't get yeah. over it. For sure, for sure. And I, you know, I love Ahsoka, but I mean, honestly, it's... I've been a little Ahsoka out in the last okay. few years. Okay. But Dooku is something that you know, other than Dooku Jedi lost we don't really get a whole lot of him no. in stories. Um, and I really enjoyed Dooku Jedi Lost. I really enjoyed Master and Apprentice. I love spending same. more time in that time period. Yes. Um, so I think that's why I also really enjoyed those three about Dooku. Ditto. And he's just such a fascinating character because he's not, he's not a Sith that turned to the dark side through rage. Yeah. We, ne- we never even see him angry. Yeah. You know, it's just well, such a different Well, and this whole series way. is about the parallels between Ahsoka and Count Dooku and their choices that they made as Jedi. Yeah. 
It's so good. And like, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, another, <laughs> just to beat the heart while it's down, uh, the back and forth between Dooku and Palpatine when Dooku tried to confront him and he was like, you let Maul kill Qui-Gon. And he's like, mm-hmm. you lost an apprentice, I lost an apprentice. Like, it's the same, who cares? Uh, As uh. if it's a one-to-one. Just, I mean, Palpatine is evil. He's the ultimate yeah. evil in the galaxy. And you see it in real time. Like, he does not care at all about Dooku. No. Dooku's a placeholder no. for Anakin at the end of the day. Right. You know, and like. And that's, that's, ugh. that makes it even more sad for Dooku. It does. A hundred. Well, I mean, we see that in his last moments in episode three. Right. You right. know, like just. Oh. Yeah. It makes me think of Ventress too. And I really yeah. wish we could get some stories about Ventress in this way. That would be cool. Her story is just so incredibly tragic to me because oh, yeah. she was betrayed by everyone in every sense of that word. And mm-hmm. you've read Dark Disciple. Yeah. Ugh. Dark Disciple. Yeah. <laughs> that poor woman. My God. The dark side is what it does. That's why gray Jedi are garbage. We brought it back, baby. Whoa. <laughs> ah, you Here thought, we go. You thought it went away. Nope. I keep that sticker in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you might need to stick that sticker onto something. You've I'm always, always ready. ready. Always. Stay strapped. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I do hope they, they give us more of these, though. I don't. Agreed. I don't know if they will, but I do think the fans overall like really enjoyed them. I've seen a yes. lot of positive feedback. So mm-hmm. please, Disney, give please, us more. Very much. Please. We need it. Pretty I did cool. see uh they um they changed Dooku's lightsaber. His Jedi Hill is slightly different than his Sith one, which I thought mm, was pretty yeah. neat. Just from yeah. a design perspective. Yeah, these were beautiful from an animation perspective oh, as yeah. well. But like, we're not surprised anymore. Yeah, Joel Aaron's no. still kicking it. He's absolutely like, living it up at Lucasfilm, making everything beautiful. So we're not surprised. Not at all. But gotta gotta shout him out. You know, gotta shout him out, Joel Aaron. What a guy, king of what the lights. Mm-hmm. And Seriously. can grow a cool beard and has sweet glasses. Yep. Yeah. Love Joel. Ditto. My gosh, I've known Joel now for. 11 years that is incredible i know his work crazy and he's awesome he is awesome well do you have any other final parting thoughts about tales of the jedi um just more i just want more please more qui-gon more dooku honestly more soka i don't even care jedi are my jam i would like to see let's just uh let's play to the crowd here i'd like to see some plo koon Ooh, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Just give it me more Jedi. It would be fun to see more Obi-Wan stories as I well. Like, yo, Satine, like, let's get in here. Right? Hey, we've Ugh. been saying this for years. I want that story of that, what, year or a few years where Qui-Gon yeah. and Obi-Wan and Satine were on the run. It's there. Give it to us. It's been, we've been talking about it for years. Somebody give it to me. I thought we were going to yeah. get it with Master and Apprentice, but they went a different route, which was equally awesome. Right. But I would love for someone to tell that story of Obi-Wan as a team. It's going to happen one day. At this point, so. we're going to get everything we want because so much good stuff has happened in the last few years. Like, I think so, too. We'll get everything eventually. We just have to be patient. Absolutely. Who would have thought we'd get Liam Neeson back as Qui-Gon Jinn on screen talking to Yoma McGregor's Obi-Wan? Not I sure me. didn't. Not, Not me. me. Nope. But now, look at us. Um, before we sign off, we have to talk about something really important. Yes. So 
and or. Oh, I did we're not, not going to get into it, into it. We're not going to get into it, into it. <laughs> okay. But I just need to know, are you enjoying it? Now? I am. I am. Okay. I loved uh, the episode with the eye. Okay, good. And then we've had one more since, right? Um, I think. I'm so bad at this. Two. We had Space Miami and the last one. Wasn't crazy about Space Miami. All right. All right. Show's <laughs> over. It was good talking to you. I hope you have a great night, Brian. Um, and with that, may the force be with you. And Godspeed, Rebels. <laughs> Cut. What are you doing? Your impressions on this episode are flawless. What are you doing? Which one was? Oh, wait. Okay, I'm looking at it now. Yes, yes, yes. No, it All ended right. with I'm Space done. Miami. We'll I'm get into we'll get into that on an Andor episode. Yeah. We gotta dive All right. In. I don't think we're doing any more Andor episodes. <laughs> oh, no. If anyone is listening to this and wants to come on and talk about Andor with me in the most positive way, I'm liking way, it. I'm please liking it. Join. I'm I like you right now, Brian. I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> Shut no. up. Um, if anyone wants to replace Brian, my number is <laughs> da, 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 That's right. Um, you can it. call me at that number and you can co host the show if you want to talk about Andor yeah. and uh, how much you love Space Miami. I loved the I episode. I thought it was very good. All right. That's great. Whatever. It's <laughs> and great I love the last one. I like I liked the Narquina 5. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You disappoint yeah. me once more. Get <laughs> used to that. Come on. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It's overall. I'm I'm, di- I'm digging it much better. All right. And I didn't well, say that the first episodes weren't bad. It just didn't. I just no, wasn't obsessed I didn't with them. say that you said they were bad. I just I said know. that you disappoint me continuously. I mean, that's always been the case, and or or otherwise. <laughs> oh my god. Well, let's not get too into that because we'll do a whole yeah. That'll be another episode thing. about Andor, and I'll prepare myself with like wine good idea i will also prepare mine with shots of whiskey beforehand so you get the truly unfiltered the unbalanced version i don't no, i don't think that's what we need i think i need <laughs> no. to be prepared i think you need to be a little more reserved Ooh, reserved what is that what is i don't understand yeah so we have rings of power coming up from us we have house of the dragon coming up from us mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have andor coming up from us yep i like it Yep, and whichever one I decide to rewatch <laughs> no. first is the next one we're talking about. Honestly, it's probably yes. going to be House of the Dragon, knowing Good, me. Good, as it should be, because I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, I'm ready Excellent. whenever you say go. I've been making my way. So they have a 10-part documentary series about the making of House of the Dragon. It's on HBO Max. It's called The House That Dragons Built. Oh, it's really whoa. good. Yeah, oh, I'm going to go watch that right now. I'm telling you, I'm like four four episodes in. There's an episode... Of the house that dragons built per episode of House of the Dragon. So there's 10 episodes in each one. You know how at the end of the episodes, there's like a five, 10 minute. Here's yeah. how we admit It's like a 25 minute version what? of that. It's so what? good. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will definitely be talking about all of that. Um, yeah, please do. I am a little busy this weekend with my family. So uh, <laughs> if I don't have the time to watch these things, um, our podcast might be a little later next week instead of earlier in the week, but we will definitely be talking about all of that very soon because I'm excited. There will be an episode next week, theoretically. Yes. Cool. Of course. And it'll probably be about House of the Dragon. Probably. Sweet. I'm excited. Probably. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, um, thanks, Brian, for hanging out with me and talking about Tales of the Jedi. Thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. 
I need an hour. My nose somewhere. is so stuffed up right now, and I'm sweating. <laughs> I feel I'm. I've got to be sick. I feel like garbage. <laughs> oh, no, I have that effect on people, uh, but I don't have COVID, so yes, whatever. Exactly. I need a sign off. Still, I keep forgetting to make one before we record. Yeah. Well, I'll I'm f- just gonna go ahead and do mine, and with that, may the force be with you and be well. 